Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as as the mayor of PHNX. And of course, this show is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX. And simply for betting $1 on any NFL game, you will get $100 in free bets instantly if either team scores a point. I know that's a big if, but uh, that if has been around for a long time. So uh, there hasn't been a 0-0 time uh, in, in over 50 years. So uh, go get that DraftKings Sportsbook app and get your free bets now. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Of course, I am joined by my co-host and friend, uh, the little unit, Jesse Friedman. <laughs> we're going with the little unit now, Derek. Now the little unit, now? yeah. You drew comparisons to Randy Johnson <laughs> while you were here. Everybody said uh, it was it was young Randy Johnson walking around. And <laughs> you gave yourself the nickname, not me, but... Uh, how how have you been enjoying the playoffs? Because, man, they have been a blast. Yeah, it's been fun, man. Uh, I mean, there's really nothing like, you know, at the end of the day, just sitting down on the couch and watching some good postseason baseball. Yes. And I know the Diamondbacks are Diamondbacks aren't in there, right? Which we've talked about. It's sad. Um, but frankly, Derek, we've we've known the Diamondbacks weren't going to be in there for quite some time oh, yeah. now. Oh, yeah. I think I think we've all kind of gotten over it at this point. Right. At least yeah, on sure. some level. Uh, well, I mean, I think, yeah, especially this year, uh, there there weren't very high aspirations for this team, even going into the season, right? So, uh, you know, their their division looked pretty dangerous, like it was going to be an uphill climb for the Diamondbacks, and it proved to be worse than we even uh, had nightmares <laughs> about that they could have like been, Mount but... Kilimanjaro sort of. Absolutely. Climb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, though. At the end of the day, you know, I, I get going to the playoffs is exciting, but we already have quite a few teams that have made their exits. And, you know, there's a quite a possibility that we could see some more uh, tonight. I'm not sure where they are at uh, in the current game that's going on, but I know that the White Sox lost to the Astros today. The Astros move on to their fifth consecutive ALCS, which is impressive. It's uh, only the third time in baseball that a team has done that. Wow. Uh, the the Braves uh, back in the Smoltz uh, Maddox era were the last team to do it. I believe that's the that's the team. Um, but then we also had obviously the uh, Tampa Bay Rays uh, lost to the Red Sox. Red Sox win and move on. So the ALCS is set between the Red Sox and the Astros. And our our buddies over at, at the DNVR Rockies podcast are are, are wondering if this series is just going to have like drones shooting balls out of the air and uh, you know, telegraphed plays and they're, they're going all out on the cheating bandwagon on this. <laughs> I proposed this question on, on Twitter, but I wanted to ask you how long are the Astros going to suffer this reputation loss? How long uh, do they have to be good for to prove that they're not that, that they're not this cheating team that essentially everybody has labeled them as. Yeah, I think, um, 
That's a tough one. I don't think it's ever going to go away, to be honest. Um, yeah. I think we will always kind of, I mean, a team does what the Astros did and you're just never, I mean, it's, it's like guys who, you know, who use PEDs, right? Guys who've taken steroids, they never really get out of it, right? Like yeah. there comes a point in their careers where we accept that they're no longer doing it, you know, and maybe there's a little bit more appreciation for who they are as a player when that time comes, but it's not something you ever forget about. Uh, I've seen Diamondbacks fans uh, who refuse to cheer for the Milwaukee Brewers, despite our man Eduardo Escobar being <laughs> over there, because Ryan Braun was using PEDs back in 2011, which was a decade ago. He no longer even plays for the Brewers, to my knowledge, or at least he has no significant role in the organization anymore. And and yet it's still a thing like Diamondbacks fans still won't even cheer for that baseball team because of what happened with one individual player literally a decade ago. So it might, I don't think the Astros ever can get rid of it. I think they can just prove as they are now that, you know, even without those kinds of things, they're still a, a pretty darn good baseball team. I think there's organizations and fans of organizations that won't get over it. I think Dodgers fans for, for instance, will never get over what the Astros did and it will only get compounded if the Dodgers, you know, don't have any further success. You know, if, the Dodgers get bounced out of the playoffs here by the Giants, which is a strong possibility after the Giants went up yeah. uh, two to one. They're going to probably sit back and yell at Astros fans uh, again, or or the players <laughs> or the organization. I'm sure because uh, they they still feel like they have a valid gripe, and I I, I can't really argue otherwise. You know, especially yeah. when uh, I am a fan of the Phoenix Suns, and to this day I still hate Robert Ori for oh, that absolutely. one action every in a playoff Arizona game. sports fan does yeah that's never going to go away no it's never yeah. right and so like again when i think about my hatred for robert ory i think yeah it's probably not going to go away so anyway kudos to the astros for still plugging along and being a good team and who knows probably finding new ways to uh skirt the rules but Whatever. That's that's hearsay. That's that's hearsay. Uh, but Jesse, what do you th think about the playoffs so far, though? Who uh, are you surprised by the Braves? And if the Braves go on to win the series, uh, is that probably your biggest uh, upset uh, so far? Or would, would you consider the Giants upsetting the Dodgers as an upset? I think, oh, that's tough. I think the for me, honestly, the Giants beating the Dodgers would be a bigger upset, which I know sounds crazy because. Um, because the Giants and the Dodgers were literally separated by a game in the standings and the Giants had the better record. But mm -hmm. to be honest, just looking at looking at the Giants roster and looking at the Dodgers roster, I'm not at the point where I'm still skeptical of the Giants, right? Like I don't need them to prove it over a full season. Like they've already done that. But at the same time, I mean, this Dodgers lineup, man, is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, AJ Pollock bats like eighth for them every night and he would... <laughs> he would instantly be the best hitter on a bunch of teams in baseball, right? Yeah. Literally every single Dodgers hitter would bat third for the Diamondbacks after Cattell Marte, like literally all of them, right? So the Giants are also great, but I mean, it's it's Evan Longoria, it's, you know, it's Brandon Crawford, it's guys who've had excellent seasons, but guys that I don't necessarily think the same way of as, you know, Trey Turner and Mookie Betts and guys who've been stars for a really long time in this league. The Braves and the Brewers was kind of a close matchup for me. Uh, I like the Brewers in the series, so it's still an upset for sure. But uh, but honestly, if the Giants finish this off, I mean, kudos to them, man. There's something about that. There's something about that San Francisco orange in the playoffs that just allows them to go 
you know, farther every single time they get there than a lot of people expect of them. And it was such a close game. That Brandon Crawford play yeah. robbing Mookie Betts oh was gosh. so important. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it just goes to show how important some of those big runs being saved are, right? Especially in a game that ended up being that close. When you're playing the Dodgers, you you can't you can't give up extra runs. If you can you can make phenomenal, spectacular plays like that to rob yeah. people. Uh, it needs to be done. I didn't even know Brandon Crawford still had that in him, to be honest. That was an incredible he's play. incredible, man. I mean, he's yeah. he's not just like their best player and like, you know, a, a veteran having a nice season. He's a legit MVP candidate. Like he's legit probably going to finish like top five in the MVP voting for a guy that like even a few years ago it was like, yeah, he's maybe kind of past his prime and, you know, play some good defense, figured out some things offensively. But he was never supposed to be dark rate of a player. One player I do feel kind of bad for, Derek is uh, Max Scherzer, who allowed one run and was dominant yesterday. <laughs> and, I mean, I don't feel that bad for Max Scherzer. I mean, he plays for no. the Dodgers. No, I don't feel no, that bad. No. But uh, but the man took his first loss in his Dodgers career while allowing one run in a playoff game over, I think he went seven innings. So, I mean, that's that's sort of the level that the Giants are playing at somehow, some way right now, is they handed Max Scherzer a loss because he gave up one run in what was a really long, impressive outing for him. It's it's almost Randy Johnson esque, you know, when uh when he would he would lose games two to one and three to one with no run support, but have an incredible outing uh, while right. while playing for this team. Uh, it makes me think about uh you know the D backs and everything that obviously they've gone through in the playoffs, their success in the playoffs and such. And I wanted to get a, to a comparison here in a minute with essentially their uh I don't know you'd say sister franchise or you know, uh, twin <laughs> sibling franchise, uh, the Rays, but they were bounced out of the Red Sox, uh, out of the playoffs by the Red Sox. Uh, yeah. An incredible series between those two teams, to be honest. I, I had a lot of fun watching that. And it, you know, it, it again, some, some major moments in very close games decided, uh, decided that series. It was, it was super fun to watch. I mean, there were some really intense moments, the game the other day that went 13 innings. Uh, yeah. But honestly, this might be, this is probably the biggest upset out of any of the, out of any of the series, because uh, the Red Sox, I mean, they're a great team. Uh, they were not expected to do what they did this year. I mean, they had an incredible season, but the Rays are legit, man. I mean, Randy, a Rosarina stealing a home and just all of the like all of the things that they did right in this series to come away with a with a loss and a three to one loss at that. I mean, I I picked the race to to go to the to go to the World Series, frankly. Um, and now I kind of look like an idiot because they were bounced <laughs> in the first round by the wild card team. And uh, and yeah, I picked the Brewers in the National League. So so far, Derek, I am a complete mess as far as my predictions go, but. That's what makes the postseason fun. You never know what's going to happen in this game. Exactly. And they say anything can happen in a one-game series, but anything can happen in essentially a, a, a four-game series or a three-game series. You know, we see we see wilder things happen all the time. The Red Sox come in and take care of business with the Rays right after losing, what was it, two out of three to the Baltimore Orioles, the worst team in baseball. Yeah. So baseball's just funny like that. Baseball it's just funny. funny like that. Absolutely. But, you know what's not funny, Jesse? What's, what's very serious uh, is getting your free money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and not hitting yourself in the face with the microphone. Uh, it's another week of NFL. I know we don't cover that on this show, but I 
watched the hell out of it. Had a great time in Las Vegas watching uh, football literally everywhere I went. Everywhere I went, made sure on Sunday that almost every game was on. It didn't matter if it was a comedy club or a restaurant or a, a concert that I was at. Everybody was putting on the football. Uh, and DraftKings, uh, of course, they are the official sports betting partner of the NFL. And new customers right now can go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use our code of PHNX, and for betting $1 on any NFL game, you will get $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Uh, and it's not going to be like some of these baseball games. I guarantee you that. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was 1943. So, again, this is a no-brainer offer. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed my parlays. I got paid out on a pretty big parlay this weekend. I combined a a Cardinals win with a White Sox win. Arizona Cardinals with a White Sox win. Wow. With a Cowboys win. Uh, And all of that on one parlay. These are the kind of things you too can do. So uh, check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Can buy multiple pets uh, from from multiple games or the same game in a parlay. Uh, Again, the more legs you add, the bigger the payout. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Uh, Use our code PHNX and you'll get that $100 in free bets for simply making a $1 bet on any NFL game where both teams, or either team, doesn't matter, either team scores a point. If one point scored, a field goal. Uh, 21 and over only, Arizona only. Gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And Jesse, right now, it's the. It, I know it's not the end of the school year. I know it's the beginning of the school year, but it is the end of the season for the Arizona Diamondbacks. So I uh, did the unfortunate task of giving them their final report card uh, and their final grades for the year. Uh, as you can see here, things weren't good. You know, things they weren't get, good. They got, an, they got an effing lunch. Don't even get me started on lunch, did Jesse. You, did you do this, Derek? Is this your doing? You gave them this, an F lunch. This okay. may have been my doing, Jesse. So now I just want everybody <laughs> to know that I follow this up with a pretty decent explanation on all of these grades. And you can find that on gophnx.com. Of course, become a member. Uh, you can either become an annual member and get your free T-shirt from phnxlocker.com. Or you can go ahead and get a month-to-month membership option. And you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Now I know I'm looking at this and it still says that uh, members right now get the uh, buy one, get one or buy any college shirt, get any other one half off, but I believe it's 20% off. Yeah. It's 20% off any PHNX shirt, which right now, again, that just shows you uh, what members get. If you uh, go on to PHNX locker and you are a fan of the shirts as much as I am, as much as Thunderstick Jesse Friedman is rocking his, Look at that. Look, rocking that PHNX D-backs podcast shirt. Uh, it's you the best on. one. We, we get a lot of, we hear a lot about the Coyote shirt. I don't want to hear about the Coyote shirt anymore. All right, all right. I'm going to tell you. I, it's a great shirt. It's a great shirt, Jesse. I'm being oh honest. You're not going to come and get, you're, people come here for the honesty. They don't, they don't come here. They don't come here for my knowledge of baseball. They just want to no, hear me that's, that's true. blow that's hard. True. That's you're all right. they want. They want me to say <laughs> words uh, that we can either argue with or agree with. That's all they want. But I'm going to tell you this much. Coyote shirts fire. You can get lots of fire shirts though on phnxlocker.com. Yes. And again, yes. if you become a member, annual membership, you get whichever one you want for free, except the Coyotes one because it's pretty sold out. But it'll be back in stock. Don't worry. Uh, and Jesse hates when I do that, and I understand because Jesse is a hometown guy. He's a he's a hometown guy when it comes to this podcast, and he's a hometown town guy when it comes to the Arizona Diamondbacks. 
Now, we have this connection, again, with the Tampa Bay Rays. Seeing them get bumped out of the playoffs might bring a joy to some people's hearts, or if you find them to be you know, a franchise that you can root for, or if you're a Diamondbacks fan, if you feel like we have that connection and you like rooting for them, I'm sorry that they were bounced, but uh, I did pull some information today, and I thought it was pretty interesting. We've talked in the past, you and I, Jesse, about you know what team would you rather have? Right. Which team uh, would you rather be a fan of the success uh, that the Diamondbacks yeah. had, especially not, early not which on? current roster? Would you rather not? Have, yeah, no, not, not I current roster. <laughs> I guess more of the lineage up to this point. Right. Twenty three sure. years into both of these franchises existence and just what they've done as teams and organizations. And let's take a look here at their records and their titles and everything that they've done. Very similar records, 18, 1840 and 1946 for the D-backs, wow. 1826, Very 1958 for the Rays, a 486 and a 483 winning percentage. Uh, NL, NL pennants, Diamondbacks have that one from that World Series championship year. A, uh, Rays have two AL pennants. Uh, as you can see, though, still some very similar stats. Really the, the biggest one there, and it's not really listed, at least for me, is how the Rays have had current success over the last few years versus the Diamondbacks success truly being early on. The Diamondbacks have that wild card berth and they have the NL West title, but in the last 10 years, the Rays really have been a consistently good team. Most of those uh, championships or most of those, uh, you know, wild card berths and uh, AL East titles happening in the last 10 years. So I guess with the success of the Rays and the way that they've continued to be successful, versus the Arizona Diamondbacks kind of uh, high highs and low lows, uh, especially yeah. the drought that they're currently in. You know, I, I, I mean, they had the one wild card berth, but uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, what w- looking at these numbers, is it, it's kind of weird that these two teams are so eerily similar. I don't know if I would say high highs and low lows for the Diamondbacks. Uh, obviously, I mean, this year is a low low, right? And I mean, I guess 2004 was a low low. But other than that, I mean, the Diamondbacks are... Frankly, I mean, I think if you ask a fan of another team, like, hey, when you think of the Diamondbacks, you think they're good, you think they're, you think they're, you know, kind of mediocre. Uh, I think people would tell you the Diamondbacks are one of the most perennially average teams that are out there. They've had a lot of seasons where they finished 82 and 80, you know, 84 and 78. If you go through, if you go through their years, they've not, they, you know, they've hardly ever won 100 games. They've had a couple of very bad seasons as we've talked about at length this year but for the most part they're kind of middle of the road and they've been kind of like that almost every season for quite some time and frankly Derek I think what what really gets me when I think about the Diamondbacks history is that the Diamondbacks haven't been predicted to be good and actually followed through with being good since 2003 honestly 2007, you think about that year, they weren't really predicted to be good. They weren't that great the year prior. That was the anybody, anytime year. They won the division. 2011, they were not good at all in 2010. Nobody expected them to be good in 2011. 2017, of course, the year prior to that, the last Chip Hale year, they were a mess with Shelby Miller. Zach Granke had a down year. The Diamondbacks, every time they have been good uh, since 2003, they weren't predicted to be. Um, And the times that people thought they were going to be good, uh, like the years immediately after those, they really weren't. They were actually pretty mediocre. So I don't know. I mean, I guess comparing with the Rays, you'd take the World Series over anything else. I mean, that's really ultimately what we're here for. But but I don't know. I mean, the Diamondbacks, their their history is, I mean, I 
Am I allowed to take like the first five years of the Diamondbacks and then just no, like no, switch over? No, you're to not. That? Okay, all right. Yeah. Well. See, Zachary Smith here says, "Tale of two franchises since 2008. Rays have progressed while the D-backs struggled to be relevant." Right. right. It's still it, all of this stuff takes me back again to that stupid Bob Page book I hate and some of the information I learned in there. <laughs> right. But the Diamondbacks rushed their progress, and yeah, it's worked one time in their franchise history. Every other time that they've attempted to throw money at this problem and try to progress the team quickly the same way they did early on, it's been a, a failure, sometimes catastrophic failure that yeah. damaged the team and, and their ability to spend money for several years after that. Uh, I just think that the one thing I can say about the Rays, six out of the last 10 years, they've made the playoffs. The Diamondbacks That's have made it two impressive. out of the last 10 years, right? Yeah. Two out of the last 10 years. And like you said, those were two years where they were not expected to do well. And in one of the cases, they just got the wild card berth. That's all they really got. And then they, you know, got swept by the Dodgers. So uh, not even a team that you really expected to do well in the playoffs that year. You, you just kind of got excited that they made it, right? The, the Rays are doing more than that. They're winning a very tough AL East division. They're, you know, making the playoffs consistently. And more than anything, they're adapting their team from year to year and staying good. Even when they make moves that people say is crazy and they can't believe they let this guy go, they somehow yeah. still find new players to step up and become good. I think this is the model the Arizona Diamondbacks want to follow at this point, you know? Unfortunately, they still have this tendency to throw enormous amounts of money at someone like Madison Bumgarner. And that's the part I think that the Rays do well, that they refrain from. They don't fall into that trap. They don't spend an extra $10 million a year on a guy who's going to hit 10 batting point that batting points higher than someone else that they could have gotten for, you know, half a million, right? Like there's things like that that the Rays just do better as far as managing their team, managing their farm system, and you know, keeping their overall cost low. No one really goes out to that ballpark and watches the team during the regular no. season. So <laughs> they have the same issue that we as uh, as the D-backs you know, have, right? They have that same exact issue of financially, they're not going to be able to compete with teams that can pack the ballpark every night and sell merch, you know, worldwide because of how much of a you know fan favorite they are, like the Dodgers or the Yankees. And even it in the Yankees case, it doesn't work, obviously, lately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it is really a good comparison because I mean the the Hale East is not a very it's not a very nice division to be in. I mean, this season you could arguably say the AL East was the one division that was worse than the NL West. I mean, I think that's a pretty a pretty yeah. easy case to make. I mean, it was it's really just the Orioles that were bad in that division. Everyone else was, was an incredibly good baseball team. The one thing that the diamondbacks might do a little bit better, Derek is uh, as far as just their, their situation with their ballpark. I know it, things have been kind of a mess in Arizona lately, but the Tampa Bay Rays don't play in Tampa Bay. They play in St. Petersburg and they play in a place that is basically not accessible uh, by much of anyone. And did you hear what their owner said? The other day what? about no, what's that? their owner wants to split time next year between Montreal and where oh, they, they play now. They, they actually still want to follow through on that plan. I had no idea if that was ever going to be anything that gained any kind of traction, but it's that's ridiculous. A, it's, that's I mean, ridiculous can you imagine, plan. 
could you imagine being on the Tampa Bay Rays and like you can't really move anywhere with your family because you're going to play half your games in one place, half your games in another place. Then you're going to have, you know, half of your games on the whole of the season on the road. It's just, a, I mean, it's an absolutely horrible strategy. So I have no idea what they're thinking on that front. Um, but in every other respect, I mean, the Rays, as you said, are are absolutely killing it right now. Please explain something to me. What is this connection with Montreal? The Ray, the like Montreal didn't move to know. Tampa, right? <laughs> they didn't. They, they're an expansion team. Like it's weird yeah. that I mean, I've even seen a really cool hat that was the combined logo of the Expos yeah. and, and the Tampa Rays. So. I don't, I, I don't know, man. I think I, it, it probably has to do with the facility. Like Montreal has a place for them to play, whereas mm-hmm. other cities that people have mentioned, like, you know, maybe we want a team in Portland or maybe we want a team in Nashville. Sure. Those places might not have like the facility ready to go for them to jump right into. But uh, but yeah, I mean, Montreal and Tampa Bay last night, last I looked at a map are not particularly close to each no. other. So it no. doesn't it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense on any level whatsoever. Well, you know what they can do, though, is if they go on the road like that, Jesse, I know it might be inconvenient, but they can definitely go on to manscaped.com right now and use our code of PHNX, <laughs> get themselves a package for their package. That way, when they travel to Montreal, they can stay, stay you know, as groomed as that outfield grass. Right. You know right. what I mean? Of course, right. Of course, yeah. uh, by the way, happy birthday, Jesse Friedman. Uh, I would, I I have to stop in the middle of the Manscaped ad to tell you that, but I might send you out (laughs) one of these, you know, grooming kits. I don't know if you got one yet, but we need to get you out your own grooming kit. Uh, That way you and I can finally talk about the crop reviver ball toner and what that's all about. Uh, But again, there is uh, 20% off or using our code PHNX plus free shipping. Uh, You can get the performance package again for your package of 4.0. It includes the brand new lawnmower 4.0 wireless charger, light on the front uh fantastic comes with multiple guards super super easy to use and uh and a, and a very uh nice package all together that comes with again jesse happy birthday you're getting older i told you about the ears and the nose it's coming <laughs> you get that weed whacker and it's 9000 rpm motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system and you'll get that all cleaned up uh, I took my kit with me to Las Vegas this weekend. It was very handy oh, yeah. in the travel bag and all that. Yeah, it was a it was my twelfth uh, wedding anniversary, so we're celebrating all sorts of things today on on the podcast. But yeah, I had to make sure. You know, I had to take. I I had I have to do that for my significant other, and you should too. So again, go to manscape.com, get twenty percent off and free shipping using the code PHNX, and you know, just take this code again. I. I they probably don't want me telling you this. Just plug it in anywhere. Any website you go to, just put in PHNX, see if it works. Who knows? Uh, but you can use PHNX on DraftKings, and I know that'll work for sure on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, for betting $1 on any NFL game, you'll get $100 in free bets instantly if either team scores a point, a single point, Jesse. Uh, you know, they have to score They have to score runs in these baseball games. They're not going to let these go. Uh, they're not going to let them tie, and they're going to score, you know, at least one point in your NFL game. So just... Bet on the Cardinals. Do that. Go bet the Cardinals. I can guarantee you uh, Matt Prater will at least hit a 65-yard field goal at some point during the game. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, go go use our code of PHNX again. Uh, Jesse, I just wanted to talk for a minute about some of these D-backs players that are uh, eligible for arbitration and what you think might happen. We had some estimates that came out from uh, MLBTradeRumors.com. Uh, and it was very, very interesting to see uh, some of them were standard, like you said, but your your biggest 
uh, I guess, question mark is Christian Walker. He's a, it's an interesting case. I, I think I lean that they might bring him back because it's not that high of a number, but the number is 2.7. 2.7 million is what MLB Trade Rumors projects Christian Walker to get. This is his first year of arbitration. We've seen the Diamondbacks non-tender guys before in this process. This is how they lost Taiwan Walker. Uh, they decided Correct. they didn't want to pay him. I think it was $5 million. It was a little bit of a higher number. Um, but Christian Walker, I mean, it's it's a bit of a tough sell. I mean, this is a guy who has had a couple of good seasons for the team offensively. Uh, but this year, I mean, you just can't have your first baseman have a sub 700 OPS. I mean, your first baseman has to be the bar for them offensively is set higher than everyone else. If they're a below average league hitter, you've got a serious problem on your hands. So I think it, it might be a little tough to let Christian Walker go just because he is probably their best first baseman defensively by a by a fairly wide margin. Uh, maybe Paven Smith moves into that role and you and you feel okay about that. But after Paven Smith, uh, things maybe get a little bit dicey there. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is an interesting one, Derek. I really could see the Diamondbacks going either way on this. You need to get more than you know nine home runs or whatever it was from your first baseman that Christian Walker had this year. 2.7 is not that high of a number, but for the Diamondbacks, I mean, they're not going to be spending big and they have other guys who can play first base on the roster. So um, I, I think this is the this is definitely the most interesting case, like you said. Is there anyone else that you think that might either be non-tendered or might go to arbitration? I think um, Noe Ramirez was another interesting name there. Uh, he came in at 1.8 million, uh, which feels like a pretty big win. I mean, Noe Ramirez is, we talked about him a lot on the show. Yeah. I mean, he was really yeah. good. Uh, it's not necessarily that common for a team to keep a guy that they got in the way that the, that the Diamondbacks got Noe Ramirez. Sure. Uh, he was just kind of let go by the Angels. Uh, and the Diamondbacks were, were able to acquire him. The Diamondbacks acquired a number of other guys that way, like Sean Poppin and J.B. Wendelkin. Um, there were kind of, a, you know, there was sort of a revolving door with their bullpen this year. But Noe Ramirez is probably worth holding on to. Uh, he's had some good seasons in the past. So uh, that's another interesting one. But for $1.8 million, uh, that feels, like a, that feels like, a, like a pretty good deal for the Diamondbacks. Ramirez and Joe Mantiply quickly became the only two guys it seemed like that Lavolo could count on out of that bullpen. Yeah, I, and I think that they still have a lot of work to do with that bullpen. So I, I I think that'd be a big mistake. I don't know how it compares. It's like we talked about Cole Calhoun's salary and just comparatively to his performance and what other right fielders that you know are on the market or what other right fielders make. You know the the uh, team option for him seems high. So we're both pretty doubtful that we'll see him return, but who knows, who knows what happens there. It, it, it really comes down to this team lacking depth. And yeah. at this point, there isn't a lot of free agents on the market this off season. So I don't really see them having that availability to fill a lot of roster spots, not to mention based on what Hazen said, it didn't sound like they were going to fill roster spots with very many external candidates yeah yeah and i mean yeah unless you're you're absolutely right unless you're looking for a superstar shortstop um the, <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of those there's carlos Correa, <laughs> javier baez Trevor story potentially uh the list goes on there but yeah the, the diamondbacks at least the positions of need that they have there's not there's not much out there uh especially center field we've talked about that unless you're gonna you know, go pay Starling Marte. There's not really a whole lot of options. Do there. it. So. Do it. Look at me. Look at me in my eyes. <laughs> do it. 
go pay that man <laughs> that his money. Yeah, I know. And uh, yeah, it's again, it's it's that feeling though. You know, you talked about the Arizona Diamondbacks in the past uh, ha- having some of their most success when it didn't seem like they were going to be a very good team, right? If that was ever the case, it's this offseason. I think yeah. the, the expectations for this team were much higher going into this season. It was more of the doubt of the division rather than it was the doubt of this team really being as yeah. bad as it ended Some up people being. People right? were like, hey, this Diamondbacks team is like sneaky good. You know, yeah. I mean, it's Madison Bumgarner, Zach Gallon, Luke Weaver figures things out, Merrill Kelly. Like, there's some things to like there, but yeah, those people don't look don't look real smart right now. <laughs> it was me. I was one of those people. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, I, I interesting to see what they'll do. And again, we're going to continue to see uh, the Diamondbacks deal with this. Uh, I don't know how the l- labor agreement is going to impact uh, the arbitration stuff, but yeah. there, there could be um, there could be an impact there as well. So it's going to develop throughout the winter and whatever happens come December 1st, we'll, we'll all see together. Uh, want to remind you guys to jump on social media. If you're watching us right now on YouTube, uh, please go onto your favorite podcasting app and uh, subscribe there, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Uh, and then again, I've been bugging you guys, but let me know what apps you're using on, on the iPhone because I have no idea what I'm doing uh, with this phone. But uh, also, if you're listening to us right now on the audio podcast on any of those apps, jump over to YouTube and subscribe to us there. Uh, hit the little bell icon and Set the reminders, you know, get all your Arizona sports in one place at PHNX Sports. Um, and you can follow us on social media. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. But of course, all roads lead to P- at PHNX Sports uh, or underscore sports, excuse me, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Jesse, thank you so much. And a very happy birthday again to both you and Cattell Marte. <laughs> All I needed for my birthday, Derek, was to hear you do the Manscaped read. That's really, yes. that's really, once we got that under the way, it was like, yeah. all right. Everything's, everything's downhill from here. <laughs> well, you have a great one, my friend. I hope everybody else out there watching has a great one. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun. I promise you when you bet on it.